I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome back to Brett and Cliff's Flea Circus. My name is Cliff. And I'm Brett. How are you? I'm all right. You, Good. You can notice that I'm in my usual position. I have rid my life of the birds. Um, did you, what was your your, your execution method? Was no, it well, gas? <laughs> uh, there's no execution needed unless he just plummeted to his death uh, after trying <laughs> to fly away. But no, like just, <laughs> he just disappeared and left uh-huh. the uh, the nest behind, which we discarded uh, in case they came back. We left it a right. day in case it was just like a little trip out. But um, yeah. here's something I didn't realize. I don't know if this counts for all nests, but mm-hmm. the twigs are stuck together with shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice for you, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't I mean, know if that is the case with all o- nests. Obviously, I didn't discard of it myself. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> Did you, did you get somebody in authority to do that, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I got my wife to do it, the, the highest authority of all. The, the highest authority <laughs> in the land, for sure. Yeah, she, she saw that that was disposed of. I feel You're like blessed, one with nature. A little bit like yeah. Mossman from He-Man. <laughs> well, it's good for you, because if I was ever planning on sitting outside doing this, I'd just freeze me arse off. Uh-huh. It's pissing down and freezing cold, so... There's no chance of that happening at all. Who would you no be more like, Skunkle? <laughs> I, I think I'd be Leechman. Leechman, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I used to like sticking him to the side of the bath. Yeah, he was all right. Mer- yeah, Merman? Merman, Merman. Was one, wasn't he? Was he not off she But then you had... get confused as a kid, don't I you? I think he crossed over. Did he? Uh, Crossed over. I think so, yeah. Uh, did he have sticky and, hands? Um, he did something. He might, might have had sticky hands. He may have had sticky hands. But obviously, Ram Man is the best of the men. Apart from he? you, of course, today resemble Fisto with your heavy arm following your first <laughs> jab. My me, me arm's all right, actually. I, I don't have any complaints about my arm. I'll check Just in with you in tightness. the morning and see how you feel. <laughs> right. I've Do you think a... that's when it's going to hit us? I think you're going to try and lift up your morning cup of tea after your wife brings it to your bedside table and you'll drop it all <laughs> over yourself because you won't be able to pick well, it up. You know, it could we'll happen. See. You Tell you, you what, know. I'll happily be proved wrong, Brett. 
Well, yeah, because uh, I'm I'm taking the bent to school tomorrow, so there's no cup of tea arriving for me in the morning. So that's okay. that's where your your first your first incorrect <laughs> assumption lies, I think. Um, <laughs> so that's not going to happen. Have you been trying to sell anything this week? Have I been trying to sell anything? Mm-hmm. No. Is that, is that frowned upon now in COVID because you've got to pass things to each other? I don't think it is. I think people still attempt to sell things to one another, but I haven't. I've got a guitar on, on the marketplace, but nobody's oh, really? taken. Yeah, nobody's, okay. nobody wants it. Any interactions so, with people? Um, just, just a couple of time wasters. Yeah. That's all so, I'd say. I don't understand why people do it. It's like they've got nothing to do with their lives and they just want to... Put, they just want to message people who are selling things with daft, daft uh, messages. Yeah. Like uh, it's same here, I think. Must this be. is like everyone. I just don't understand. So, and when I say we, I'm obviously not taking any part of this because I can't be bothered getting messages off people. But so I've and you're a poor salesman. <laughs> very, I'm a very, very <laughs> poor salesman. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. The baby's decided she doesn't like getting in a buggy anymore because she wants to run around everywhere now. We've been eyeing up. It's time. To, it's too big anyway. We don't need such a big one anymore. So we're getting a little one. But we've been eyeing up these uh, little kind of tricycle things that have got a handle so you can kind of push it. Yeah. And she's sitting And she's it. riding it. Uh, yeah. yeah. And she okay. thinks she's driving it herself. But obviously she's uh-huh. a little daft. Uh-huh. Um, so we've got <laughs> one of them. She's uh-huh. absolutely chuffed with it. Like, loves it. Just keeps walking up to it and like patting it and going wow which is really <laughs> wow <laughs> um, but it means we're trying to sell the big buggy right 40 quid someone messages today are you still selling this I'm like yes yeah i would like to buy it but my baby is fat how will i know if he will fit in it <laughs> my baby is fat yes how will I know if you will fit in it? We're like, well, I don't know what. <laughs> how far we're talking? <laughs> he said he is three years old and uh-huh. weighs 27 kilograms already. <laughs> so, so, so did he get the measure of the baby? No, well, Jane said, well, bed. I've looked at the website and it says that this is for like six months old uh-huh. with 22 kilograms. So mm-hmm. he's probably not going to fit in it. <laughs> <laughs> he says, um, He's too fat. Says, well, will you meet me at a metro station? I will bring my son and he can try and get in it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no, like, said, so Jane was saying, Well, well, it's pointless because he's already too big for it and obviously yeah. he's, he's only going to get bigger so no. <laughs> that's that's just mental that. um, that's, that's crazy he was like i will come to the metro station come and meet me You're like no obviously not <laughs> what's the point it would be the most pointless thing ever uh, <laughs> oh, anyway how is he going to get the kid there who knows who knows well maybe you would he fit in to- a papoose <laughs> Maybe, maybe he should walk. The three-year-old fucking... Maybe he should. Heifer <laughs> that he is. Should he do a, get his steps in? Yeah, I do him some good. Give just a long walk and then he'll maybe how stay. Long, how old do kids stay in the boogies for? Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember, really. No, but like you're saying, the kids want to get up and they want to wander around and stuff. Because I feel like it's three. They're more than capable of walking, but it might be one of those things that you're like, will you just yeah. get in because we need to get somewhere. 
what what do you think about this? We've got a dog, and uh, they've got a they've got a buggy for the dog. Who who what has? Do you think about that? The wife, the wife mm-hmm. and her mom. A buggy, uh-huh. a buggy for the dog. Oh, he's getting old now. You see, well, so he, he, he has to walk for a bit, and then they put him in the buggy for Just a little bit as well. On a shorter walk. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm not an advocate of the buggy. I'm not an advocate of dressing up the dog in jump outside that. Where do they take him? They just take him to parks and stuff like that. And uh... there's a park at the end of your street. Mm-hmm. But they, they, they mix it up a little bit. Sometimes it's the Marine Park. Sometimes it's the West Park. You know, mix it up. But like, I don't know. I'm I'm not happy with the dog's buggy. So. What do you think in dogs in clothes or any animals in clothes? Because they've got jumpers in that for him, and he, he just looks very sad when they make him wear the jumper. I mean, it's not natural, is it? They don't need a it's jumper. Not. I mean, monkeys are good in clothes. We've talked about that, haven't we? We know this. They're the best. We know this. And you know what? If you could give a dog a choice, or do you want uh-huh. us to... If he could talk, right? If he could talk. You can tell by his face, he's thinking... What? I don't want this on. I, know, I look like a dick. Squeeze them on, don't they? Why yeah. do only the front legs going? Well, back legs that's, are that's right. it. Back legs are warm. It's a little bit too difficult to get back legs in. I would assume. <laughs> I think that's the reason. But yeah. So now your buggy for the dog. I'm not in agreement with that. Like, but like a book, like a kid's buggy, or is it a dog buggy? To be honest. I, I know it's there. I haven't looked at it once because <laughs> I don't agree with it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I pretend it's not there. But because you were talking about the buggies, I think I just thought I'd bring it up because well, I knew you wouldn't agree bit, with it either. He has a bit of homework. Have a look and see if it's just a child's buggy that they're putting a the dog in. I don't think it is. I think it's a specialised buggy That's, for dogs. I don't know. To be honest, I don't know what I think's worse. Which way around <laughs> I think's worse? I'm not sure. And. Also, I think they were saying that someone on Facebook was selling birthday cakes for dogs. Pointless, so stupid. That is just kids? insane. If they're made yeah. out of just dog well, food, out, just gives them dog food. Uh-huh. Stupid. Absolutely daft. Oh, yeah, on, on a lighter note, though, I went to the pub. Yes, uh-huh, but you said it was uh, an expensive experience. It was an expensive uh, experience, especially as now they're adding service charges. Okay, well, I'm used to the that. Bills. Are you? <laughs> so they have all that nonsense there, do they? Well, because everything's waiter service here, so... Yeah. yeah. Well, I, that's the first time I've experienced it, and I was not happy with the service charges. Yeah, I was uh, I was fuming. So what I did, there's probably I thought, some really grumpy fucking... <laughs> no, no, they were all right. The stuff and that well, what I reach, you know, they're just young kids, really. Yeah. But So I thought, right, they've added this service charge on, because they give you a table or whatever, and you mm-hmm. can't move. You yeah. can't even stand up, yeah. right? Because obviously the virus will, will get out your face give you and go little, over everybody. A little bottle to piss in. <laughs> Not quite. But they did put well, under like under cover, you know, which would have been fine if it was raining. <laughs> like, like, but it was freezing. Them. It was freezing, okay. right? And blazing sunshine just a couple of yards away from where we're sitting. <laughs> but obviously we weren't allowed to move. <laughs> So we were like looking at the sunshine thinking, if we could just move it in a little bit, we'd be fine. But the, the wife asked about a hundred times if we could move and obviously not. What's uh, the deal yeah. there? Because the tables here have got to be like three metres or two metres apart from each other. 
Yeah, we just got your own table, basically. I mean, yeah. they, they were well apart and stuff like that. Um, and they've got like this barcode on the table. You just scan it and, and yeah. get your drinks or whatever. Yeah. But I thought, right, here's me trying to be clever, which is never going to work. But there you go. So I was thinking, right, I'll, I'll order two drinks. Uh-huh. You know, that's what I'll do. The, up the service charge, Did didn't they? By 16 pence. Because they had to carry over a little pint in a plastic cup. So that cost 16 pence. Really? For them to bring that extra pint over, right? That's it's disgusting. See? I'm fuming. Still haven't calmed down. I can tell. So then, but then we went to, went with our spoons. No service charge in with our spoons. Say what you want about that, man, you know. Not a very nice <laughs> man to stuff. I'm not bothered about that. <laughs> no service charge. But uh, there was a good guy in there with our spoons because you get the characters in there. He looked like uh, the Elvis's manager, the Colonel. He was just <laughs> like him, and I'm what? sure he was he was ringing Alcoholics Anonymous, sitting in the pub. <laughs> ah, exactly. But he was going there. Uh, he, he was on the phone. He was saying, "I don't like lager. It's a girl's drink. Right? I don't like it." I, I, I'm old school. I'm getting on in years, but I'm old school. I was brought up on BME. <laughs> That's how you say. Well, I didn't go that long. It sounds like he was on like a, a, a day chat before he met up. With <laughs> what he was telling them the, the drinks preferences. <laughs> I just sounds assumed like it was the alcoholic people. That's okay. what I think. What do you think all of those people have been doing? Which Without people? The, all the people who are in pubs all the time. What do you think I they've know, been doing? I think they've just been getting pissed in the house. That's what I think. And possibly going slowly mad. Like Freddie Mercury. That's what <laughs> I think. Mosquitoes. What do you think they've been doing? I hate mosquitoes. I thought it would be a chance for them to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> Change their lives. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe instead of wearing a leather jacket that's been that's now hanging so low, they've been wearing it for so long, it's so stretched. You know what I mean? Those leather yeah. jackets where the, the pockets are like hanging down from the knees because <laughs> they've been wearing it for thing so thing is, long. thing is, I, I I love the drunks, me. I mean, that's what that's what makes South okay. Shields a great like, place. Most of the time. Like no, it's, you don't it's want great any interaction time. with them. Like, Sometimes you do. Sometimes I know, it's funny. but it doesn't always work out well, does it? No, not all the time. Not not when you start fighting with them like you, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> don't fight with anyone. Of course anyway. you don't. You're a man of peace and love, aren't you? I am peace That's and love. Peace and love. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Oscars was on this week, last night or whatever it was. I thought they were saying uh, the lowest. TV audience for the Oscars ever. Well, of course it was, because it wasn't an actual event, and there's about six films being out in the last year. So. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what I'd rather watch is Star Trek The Next Generation, which you've made us watch this week. I have indeed. Yes, I did make you watch that. Why did, did you, you like pick it? This? Tell us why you Well, picked. during the lockdown, I watched all of the, this series, the, the Next Generation, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Also, my wife watched it as well. Originally, she was calling us a geek. What are you watching this for? It's incredibly geeky. I suppose people say that. <laughs> they do think that, definitely. Um, but then after after that, she was right into it and stuff. So she's a geek as well. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, watched, I watched it all during the lockdown. But I, I love Star Trek anyway. I loved it as a kid. I used to watch this 
you know, I think it was on about six o'clock, wasn't it? After Neighbours mm-hmm. and that. Yeah, six, I think, on BBC Two. BBC Two, yeah. Uh-huh. So you'd watch, like, the cartoons and the kids' stuff, and then you'd watch Neighbours, and then you'd switch over to BBC Two uh-huh. and, and watch this, or The Outer Limits or something. Do you so, watch yeah. other, um, like, have you watched other Star Treks, like, throughout the years? Yes, I've watched all of the 60s series, mm-hmm. and that's, it's not a long one, I think it's only up three seasons or something, because it got cancelled in the 60s. Okay. But I've watched all of that, uh, I've watched all of the Enterprise stuff, I've watched all the films. It's mad so, that yeah. it got cancelled when they kept making massive films. Yeah, well, it got cancelled, um, and then it got like a cult following after that, when they started like they started putting reruns. Well, they started putting reruns on, and then Star Wars was massive. Okay. So they brought them back with the films and, and things. Okay, instead of making a new series, they made films. All right, I've got you. Aye. Well, I uh-huh. remember watching this when I was at school, same as you. Um, mm-hmm. But then I never watched any other ones. I was never that arsed. Like, I quite enjoyed this mm-hmm. when it was on, but I was never, nothing, whether it was in my 20s and Deep Space Nine or whatever came on, I wasn't that, I've never bothered watching yeah. them. Yeah. And I've never really thought about watching these again or, or anything like that. But uh, like when I put it on, it was one of those things where I kind of like remembered the opening credits and remembered mm-hmm. like obviously the actors and the characters and stuff like that. It could, so it hasn't really like gone from my memory or anything over those years. Yeah. I, I obviously must have watched a, a lot of episodes when it uh-huh. came out. Um, I can't remember this one. I would have seen it at the time. And it mm-hmm. feels like one that would have stuck in my mind because uh, it's quite not what I was expect or not what I think people would be expecting from it. Um, yeah, this is an episode called Conspiracy that we're talking about mm-hmm. specifically, which is the penultimate episode of the first series, um, and it's it's brilliant. It's very short, <laughs> like forty minutes. I was surprised. Yeah, and I used to. You know, I've been watching Westworld, like you said, and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you know, modern it's much so much difference between modern TV shows. Westworld's long and slow and ponderous, and it's on for an hour yeah. and a half, and the story hasn't really moved anywhere. Uh, uh-huh. and you don't really know what some bits were for. This is 40 uh-huh. minutes long, and it's like a feature film in that time. It is, yeah. They, they cram loads of stuff in, don't and it, it, it just like I think because of that, it like it whizzes by, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just seems to go so quick. But uh, I think even people uh, who like Star Trek don't... Some of them like this episode and some of them don't like this episode because okay. it's not very Star Trek-y. Do you know okay. what I mean? Do you want to explain it's like what it's completely like? completely different. Well, I'll, I'll give you the, the premise of the, the episode because I don't think many people would have probably watched it. Um, so this... Um, oh, I've dropped my things. Oh, no. Oh no! Oh, you bugger! Sound like Steve Bruce. <laughs> oh, you bugger! Oh, did someone oh. see the bacon? <laughs> <laughs> so on this this episode, what happens is uh, Captain Kirk he receives a, a warning from an old friend, um, and the uh, Enterprise has got to return to Earth um, to stop an invasion from taking over Starfleet Command, mm-hmm. and that's the basic premise of it. But what it is, it's a bit more like. Uh, the horror of the 80s, it's a bit more like Cronenberg type, type of stuff. 
with the things. Yeah, that so go what? On. It's, it's all his message from his mate is not quite straightforward, is it? He's like, it's a secret. I've got to, mm-hmm. you've got to come and see us on this planet, uh, and I'll tell you in person because I can't tell you over here because uh, I need to make sure. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And what it is that he tells him, him and a few other people tell them that basically there's a race that will try to take over, but they're like shapeshifters, so you don't know if it's a real person or if they've been taken over by uh, uh, by this alien race. Yeah, well, it doesn't give them, like, the ins and outs of it or anything. It just says that there's something, something's up. So he gets a, a, a sort of call off his mate who's called Walker, I think. And he's good, isn't he? he? He is good. But Picard gets the call while he's asleep he, he's and asleep everybody else is working. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them are doing, they're organizing this like mission to another yeah. uh, another planet, and like it uh-huh. seems quite serious. It's so uh-huh. serious that the Starfleet command are aghast that they've cancelled it, but the captain <laughs> just having a kip. <laughs> yes, do you think he's just gone? Oh, I'm sick of this. I'm, I'm off to bed. You would be forgiven for think if you thought that he didn't exist if you just watched the first 10 minutes of this because <laughs> it, it seems to be existing perfectly fine with uh, uh-huh. Commander Riker in charge. It, it does, it does have to be fine with him. So anyway, for some reason, Picard's done off, hasn't he? And, and decided to have 40 winks and stuff. And he gets woken up by this, this secret order, which is for the captain's eyes only, to meet his friend and a couple of other captains on this, this other planet. So we've got a diverter there. And he's in this very fetching dressing gown, as Picard, isn't yeah, he? He's silk, <laughs> silk dressing gown, very short. Yes, very short. Skimming sure. <laughs> the buttocks. <laughs> he is. Now the the thing is about Picard, right? Uh, I've I've watched all of them, like I said, and on one of the episodes, he gets sent to a pleasure planet. I've right? seen that. I remember that. <laughs> Have you seen that yeah. one? So like it's just like naked people. Well, you know, half naked people on this this uh, this planet. And he's wearing the tightest shorts I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and he has what I can only describe as an anaconda-like penis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's very well endowed, okay. is Picard. So, I mean, I'm glad the camera didn't show you further down because you would have seen it swinging. He'd probably be peeking out the bottom of his dressing gown. Um, uh-huh. One thing that I thought, watching it, because obviously... It's Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, yeah. who's since gone on to be something of a legend, like just him. Obviously, he's uh-huh. been pre- Professor Xavier in the X-Men films and stuff, which obviously brings him to a huge, huge audience. But mm-hmm. I think for most people, he's just known as being Patrick Stewart, like rather than, and you know, he's a Shakespearean actor and all of that. Uh-huh. Um, but I thought watching this back, which probably the the reason he's in it, but when I was 14, 15, whatever, I didn't really know. And also, he wasn't a household name when he was yeah. this, was he? He's no, playing he big Jean-Luc Picard with, like, Shakespearean intensity. Like, I think he is. watching it back, he kind of get that from him. Whereas at the time, you I do. didn't really notice. Uh-huh. No, you do, for sure. I, th- I think, obviously, everybody who watched Star Trek in the 60s loved Kirk and stuff like that. And I, th- I think he's tried to do something a little bit different, hasn't he? Yeah, he's a not, very stern man, yeah, isn't he? He's not like he's order. very serious, but yeah, he's not like an o- he's not overacting like uh, no. I mean, he's a brilliant actor, isn't he? He's a yeah. brilliant actor. 
But I think the other acting's reserved for Riker in this series. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. I mean, there's a there's a one after this, which is the wife's favourite one, which is called Deep Space Nine. And there's another ca- uh, captain in that. And he is doing, he's almost like copying uh, Patrick Stewart in that one. He's, okay. he's sort of, well, in fact, he's a bit of a mix, actually, because some of the time he's like Shatnan, some of the times he's like Patrick Stewart. Who but I don't it? mind... Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He was another sort of guy who's like an actor from the stage and stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind Shatner. I like Shatner anyway. I like all Shatner's overacting kind of stuff. I just, I guess that they're, they're just two very different actors, aren't they? But oh, you're yeah. right. He's gone out to do loads of stuff, hasn't he? I, I was talking to a girl at um, the school who does the yoga because they do that type of thing in schools now. Okay. And she. Right. She said you met uh, Patrick Stewart in um, the the theatre that your kid used to work in, the, the customs house. Oh, yeah, he came to do, uh, you know, to do that South Shields lecture or whatever. He came to do that yeah. one. Yeah, I remember. I think he's been to Shields a couple of times because yeah. I think he's pictures in Coleman's. I think he's having fish and chips in Coleman's. But she said he was very small. He wasn't a, like a big bloke or anything. He was quite a small guy. So... You don't. I mean, he's got a big booming voice and stuff like that. You just expect him to be quite big, I think, don't you? Yeah, I I, he's great. So you see him do that. His mate Walker is almost like the same. You know, like he's yeah. he's the same kind of intensity, and it, yeah, it feels you can tell something's a bit weird with him. Like it's not quite right. Yeah, I think. that's true. He's got very starey eyes, hasn't he? So anyway, he nicks off from his. Mates who obviously are missing him, considering mm-hmm. they think he's just in bed anyway. So he nicks off and goes and sees his pals. And our old mate, Michael Berryman, is one of the other uh, captains that he has this little meeting with. He does. He's been full when we're around like birds. He has. Mm-hmm. He has. He's good, Strange though. How I, that I like him. Oh, he's a good actor, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Mr. Hill survives. I read on uh, IMDb today that he liked his costume so much he kept it on at home. <laughs> Did he? He's a mask. What, what about his blue face? His blue face. He kept the whole stuff on. He said he kept. He liked his blue face so much he kept it on at home. Nice. So uh, I think the idea is that the the the, the captains are they assume that there's there's some kind of conspiracy going on. They don't know what's causing it, or at least they don't tell Picard. What's uh, what's causing it? But they know something's up because they've been getting strange orders and people have been disappearing. Yeah. And at yeah. first, Picard's like, "Nah, I don't believe you." Mm-hmm. You know, where's the evidence and stuff? So he he, uh, he goes back to his ship and his mate's ship blows up. Yes. As soon as he's back, he gets yeah, mess- he sees that it's blown up. So. They call the so that uh, convinces him, doesn't it? That yeah. is true. But he won't tell anyone what's up because he. Because they've said, like, you need to keep it to yourself because you don't know who's, like, bad going bang your yeah, back or you who's part of this. You can't trust anybody. So, it's a bit like the thing kind of stuff yeah. going on as well, isn't it? So he gets in touch with the uh, the bosses back at on Earth and says, mm-hmm. lads, I've got to come and ask you about something. So forget this mission, whatever it was they were sorting out. I don't even know because I've been asleep. Uh, but it's not as important as this. So we're going to come to Earth yeah. and we'll see you. And it's these three like admiral types who uh-huh. are very, very strange, like really, really weird. That main guy is really, really weird. 
can't believe yeah, you're going why, but he's a strange uh-huh. fella. Well, I think that they all acting strangely, aren't they? Because, and obviously, by this point, you don't know why they're all acting strangely. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them, one, one of the admirals, an admiral called Quinn, he yeah. uh, he beams up, which is the greatest thing in Star Trek, I think, the beaming. Uh-huh, I think the beaming. I is. love the beaming. Yeah. It's so necessary he for him to beam up. He said, just said, I'm <laughs> well, coming to see you. <laughs> I know. Oh, it is a little bit unnecessary, but there is a reason. Why he does it? Because he wants to. He wants to see the doctor. He doesn't go for Riker at first. He wants to see the doctor rather than him. But he he beams up to uh, the Enterprise, and he's carrying this kind of parasitic creature in a box with him, <laughs> isn't he? And he's a he's a very old fella. He's but, a very old fella. Like so, Kirk just said. Uh, Kirk, uh, Stuart just said. <laughs> Stuart, John Luke Picard. He said. Um, <laughs> We'll be with you. And they're going, why don't you come tonight? We'll put a dinner on. And he goes, all right, I'll see you in an hour. I'll see uh-huh. you in an hour. And this one, who's a fella that, I don't know, he's known. He's a friendly. He's friendly with this one. He goes, yeah, he knows who he is. Oh, well, um, in the meantime, I'll just come up and see you. It's, uh-huh. uh, he, he's saying, all, like, I want to check out the ship and stuff. Already and Picard's suspicious. Like, yeah, but Picard, by this, this time, he's thinking... Something's definitely up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The, the seem a bit weird or whatever. Um, and they've got the ship's counselor, um, Counselor Troy, I think she Deanna, is. She's Deanna like Troy, an, yes. Yes, uh-huh. she's a she's like an empath, and she can sort of sense people's feelings whether they're hiding something. And mm-hmm. I think there's a part where she says they're definitely hiding something. Yeah. So that's why I let them up on the on the on the ship. And after a, a short conversation with them, he sort of. He's convinced this guy's not who we who we says he is. But Pickard's so already gone down. He goes down. He's like, right. No, no, right. he doesn't. He goes down after the guy comes on. He comes up, but then he's like, right, uh, right, I'll look after you. I've got to go and yeah. see you in on Earth. <laughs> like, yeah. So he says to Riker, make let's let's try and get the doctor to do a scan on him or whatever yeah. to see what's up with him. So yeah. Riker goes in. Tries really, to convince really, the old man. Really funny. This guy's about <laughs> this is the greatest old. thing. It <laughs> he's like, it's instantly he's like, oh well, what? he's like, no, you will join us, and he's like trying to convince <laughs> yeah. him, and he's like, well, no, I, mate, like I was, really, see the I was gonna give this to the doctor, but now that you're here, I'll give it to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. A tiny little plasticine dragon <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> a plasticine dragon thing. <laughs> and what, what ensues is probably the greatest fight in TV. Absolutely history. amazing because this hundred year old man just throws Riker about, like throws him <laughs> through the doors and stuff. He's he like, does. Picking him up, throwing him, and then he does it with the next person he sees as well. But the, the thing that I liked was the incredibly high kicks that they were both doing to each other. Yeah. That's like the highest, even if they had made contact with these super high kicks, it wouldn't have hurt because your foot's right up there. It's not going to do now. And I don't know if you noticed uh, this while this fight was going on, but there is two of the worst body doubles I think I've ever seen in my life. The old man's body double's terrible. Yeah. And it it stays on his face for ages. They're not trying to hide it on him. <laughs> but it's a wonderful fight in it it's with a, lots of I think high kicks in there. I think that's the other thing that when you're watching this, there's no shame 
that the effects and stuff aren't great. It's not quite like yeah. 60s Star Trek, um, uh-huh. but like that's bad. And I think the effects that they come to use when it goes on a bit, they're probably all right for a TV show at that time, but they're uh-huh. not. They're not very good, are they? <laughs> like <they're> not. <laughs> well, this, the body doubles certainly are. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's really poor, isn't it? But it, it it adds to it. I think it just makes it a little bit funnier. I enjoy, I enjoy stuff like that. Where you see funny. stuff like that. Yeah, definitely uh-huh. funny. Um, uh-huh. So as this is going on, Picard's back down on Earth, and he's the mm-hmm. guys are acting a bit weird. And they invite him to a grand dinner, and they serve yes. him a bowl of worms <laughs> <laughs> for absolutely no reason. No reason. Like they're not. <laughs> this is they're trying. They eventually want to tempt him to join their ways, which is essentially allowing the tiny plasticine dragon to burrow uh-huh. its way inside you via the mouth, yep. and then yes. it will take over your body, and you'll basically. Uh-huh your body becomes the vessel for this alien, tiny little alien thing yeah. to, to it's live. It's a parasite, um, isn't it? But you don't know, like, are they, are they, they're saying they're not bad. Basically, they're going, well, we're not bad, guys. We just want to be in your body. We're not going to do anything bad. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's, that, I'm sure that's what a parasite would say, wouldn't it? Because <laughs> they, they need a host, don't they? I know, but so they, the funny thing is, it's fine. Don't, they don't, uh, they don't, Wait, they're like, right, we'll have you for a banquet. Sit down. There's a bowl of worms. Like, <laughs> and they're like <laughs> dropping them in their mouths, like really yeah, theatrically. It's awful, isn't it? yeah. That's what is it? Do you think he's going to sit down and be like, actually, yeah, you know, you've got fucking thrown, <laughs> thrown some worms on for us. They're now going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that is that is a bit weird. I think they'd be better almost... off giving him a nice meal and explaining <laughs> it to him. Yeah, I mean it's it's the confirmation for the audience that these people are the <laughs> aliens, isn't it? That's that's what it is, and that's the only way that they've worked out how to do it. But it is it is funny where they just it just seems to be giving a ball of work <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> that's, that's just excellent. I love that. Back and on the squirming around in that and yeah. in the ball. Oh, back so on awful. the back on the Enterprise. Is it the Enterprise mm-hmm. in this? It is, isn't it? Yeah, the um, Enterprise D. Yeah. If you back want to be technical. Back in the Enterprise, um, they've captured, finally captured the old man and yeah. uh, realized that he's got a little tail coming out the back of his neck, which is the oh, parasite tail. tail. Popping yeah. out at the back of his neck, just to confirm, if you've got one of them there, you're probably uh-huh. one of the bad guys. So, yeah. next thing we know, uh-huh. who, who's this is turned a good up? Bit. Well, this is a good bit, because yeah, right up wakes up, and you don't see anything after that. It yeah. cuts away after that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you don't know whether Riker is infected with one of the parasites or not, do you? No, and then, and then it, it turns up at the meal. He turns up at the meal and yeah. they're like, aha. And they have a little look at his neck and he's got the little till and they're like, nice yeah. one. You weren't who we were expecting. We were expecting uh-huh. Dr. Beverly Crusher, but we've got you, number one. That's all right. Uh-huh. Uh, You'll do. So he sits down and they're like, Took yourself, took into some worms. We've got some spare, uh, and he has a bowl of worms. And then, yeah. the, then it's a good bit. This is where it gets really, uh-huh. really good. 
It is, and then the action kicks off because Riker is just pretending. And what happened? What's happened is Beverly Crusher, the Doctor, has sort of faked this blue thing on the Stuck, back of his neck, made out yeah. of plasticine, and put it on the back of his neck. So, so he's human after all, and a big fight ensues, doesn't it? The phasers. There's phasers all over the place. Yes, people are getting shot left, right, and centre. And then one of the old fellas runs off, and then we'll have a new body double who's very fast <laughs> and athletic <laughs> running down the, the corridors of Starfleet really quickly for an old man. <laughs> also, so the Jason. It's really easy to beat these aliens. <laughs> <laughs> And it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be easy, should it? Because they're like, I mean, apart from the blue thing in the back of the neck, right? Uh, you shouldn't really know that they're... That that's they're what saying, they've given it away by eating the worms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the only way that they know is by that their memories aren't, aren't that good, are they? they you you test them with something, or you test them with some... Uh, oh, I remember when your Chris came yeah. over for Christmas that time, and he's uh-huh. like... Yes, I do. So, ha, doesn't even have a relative called Chris. He's definitely yeah. not the real one. Remember when you hit us with that big stick in junior school? <laughs> it wasn't me, it was my brother. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's that's so they, uh, they do have the flaws, the parasites, I would say, don't they? They do have their weaknesses. Well, they, they shoot them with the phasers and that's it. They jump out of the body. That's it. <laughs> well, I'm getting to that. Yeah, that well, actually, we'll have getting to that because when they do shoot them with a phaser, that you're right, those blue things pour out of their mouths in a, another sort of Cronenberg way. And when yeah. they actually catch up to that athletic old man and shoot him, the parasite comes out of his mouth and goes under a door. Mm-hmm. And then you see um, the guy in, in the chair, who's actually, he was in it a couple of times, actually. A couple of these characters have been yeah. in before. Yeah. He's called Remick. And in, in an earlier episode, he was like saying, there's something going on, but it was like, you know, like a blink and you miss it type yeah. thing. And he's like sitting in the chair, isn't he? Waiting yeah. for the So blue. he's back in the... He's not one of the old admirals, but he's also at the dinner. He's been knocking about. Yes. He's been knocking about uh-huh. with them. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so then you see it like crawl into his mouth, which is mm-hmm. like the effects are... But they're like simultaneously good and bad, aren't they? Like they're... Aye. Uh-huh. It's I mean, quite good that it's happening, but also yes. it doesn't really look that good. <laughs> but it, it's a, it's just a bit weird when he he, he welcomes it in with yeah, his mouth, and that it's it is like horror, isn't it? Especially like you know, eighties horror of like, yeah, like the fly and stuff. stuff. Yeah, for sure, it definitely is. And uh, I think this this last part is the bit that like diehard Star uh, Trek fans don't like because the <laughs> Picard and Riker don't really behave. In a Star Trek kind you know, of way. You just shoot the shit out of him until his <laughs> chest collapses. <laughs> they, they also strip the flesh from his face. Strip they're the shooting him in the head. Yeah. him in the head. Then, <laughs> then move on to his chest, at which point uh-huh. the alien thing bursts out. Uh-huh, like, like alien, alien. style. Uh-huh. Yeah. And his head explodes. And his head explodes. <laughs> Whereas if you watch Star Trek and that, they're supposed to even, I guess, if a creature has taken over, you're supposed to communicate with them or whatever and talk with them. But they they don't in this instance. They just shoot their shit out of it, don't they? <laughs> Strip the flesh from his face. Strip the flesh from his face. <laughs> 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 they do just that. 
And then if Pickard's face as well as it's, it's <laughs> awesome. His face, he's like he's so disgusted by <laughs> by then, the fact that this guy but... swallowed this blue thing. <laughs> but when it's finished, they just like get on with it. They do. They just get on with it. So yeah, it's, it's like it, it's a bit shocking, especially if you've watched like previous stuff before. Like, I remember watching it during lockdown. I watched it all the way through in Star Trek. Like I've just said, it's, it's very nice and stuff like that. And that, oh, it's always about, you know, trying to talk to different races and yeah. stuff like that. Like I say, even if you've been taken over by them. And then for all of a sudden for this episode to come on and they're stripping the flesh from, you see it from like people's Luke faces. First, it's like Jason and the Argonauts or something like that. It is. It, I mean, it's just, it was shocking. And it, wouldn't you know it, the BBC cut it out. Yeah. The bastards. That's yeah. why we didn't see it. Yeah. That might be why I can't remember the episode. Obviously, if I'd yeah. seen that, it would have like stuck with us. <laughs> of course it would have. Aye. Aye. But uh, so they cut it out, which is, is shocking. But I like I like the ending as well, because uh, Mr. Remick, he's, he's managed, or what they find out in the end is that he's managed to send a, a home and beacon to these parasites, planet and stuff like that. Telling them where Earth is, yeah. So they're, they're gonna, there's gonna be a, an invasion of these things at some point, which never happens. <laughs> Probably. How do they even fly a spaceship? They're tiny fucking like are, insects. Exa- I, I have no idea. They're gonna if, have to and if take they, over other visitors. Yeah, but why? The job done. <laughs> job done. <laughs> well, already in for the people, and that's that uh, aim, right? <laughs> It is the aim. It is the aim. But the, all the all the uh, the parasites die is is to shoot the mother creature out of uh, Remick's stomach anyway, don't they? So I don't understand. Possibly the the uh, parasites on the planet are immune to that type of stuff. Maybe they're fine. Who knows? Because <laughs> they, they have all it. died, and that's why it never happens. <laughs> Maybe because there is a, a creature on Star Trek who. Um, is a nice parasite, you see. It, it lives up. Uh, there's a, a, a Deep Space Nine. There's a, a girl on Deep Space Nine who, who has a parasite in her. So she's like her, and she's the parasite, okay. and she has all of the memories of the of the pre of the previous okay. owner of the parasite and stuff. So this must be the bad version of them, I would guess. That's weird, isn't it? It is weird, yes. But did you like it? I did. Did you yeah, enjoy it? I did. Like I don't think I'll watch more, but I, you yeah, know, if it won't uh-huh. happen, but it's the type of thing that if it if I was flicking through the telly, which isn't the thing yeah. anymore, I would <laughs> I would stop on it. You'd and watch I, it. I would keep it on. Yeah. Yeah. Does your Does your dad like Star Trek? Because I saw that yeah. you mess- messaged your dad and said, "You, I think you'll like this one." Yeah, yeah, he does, and I think we used to watch this together. Like so. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh-huh. he's probably watched some of the other ones but i don't know for sure but yeah i think my dad will like this i don't know whether he'll remember this episode and i would imagine it isn't one of the ones that you would uh would be one of normally favorites. watch yeah uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. it's good i'm pleased yeah. to watch it so yeah star trek next generation episode 24 series one if you haven't seen it we recommend conspiracy it. Mm-hmm. get it um, watched, so what else you got a quiz for us i do have a quiz actually I do have a quiz this week, and uh, this week it's about TV controversies, Mr. Okay. Cliff, because this was a, a controversial episode that was 
kind of banned by the BBC. Okay. Let's do it. Then. So that's what it's about. Uh, first one: Which band caused a stir by firing blanks from a machine gun over the heads of the audience members while opening the 1992 Brit Awards? Cliff. KLA. Mm-hmm. That's right. KLF. <laughs> it was KLF, yes. Have you have you seen that? I remember uh-huh. reading it in the paper. I've seen it, yeah. I love the KLF. Amazing. Even though the man's a nutcase? Both nutcases are absolutely lovely. <laughs> I like Doctor Who, because that's them as well, isn't it? Doctor and the Tards. Yeah. That's right, I, I like that. So, yes, you're right with that. It was the KLF. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one. A Ford in on which BBC children's programme was revealed to be rigged in 2006. Oh, Ooh. I don't know this. Because there was a big scandal about premium rate numbers and stuff like okay. that. I think Richard and Judy got done for it. We were getting people to ring in and it was just like all fixed. The winner had already been chosen. Okay, and what's this BBC, did you say? BBC children's. I don't really TV know. Two thousand six. Yeah. No, I don't know. But let's. I'm going to say Blue Peter because I saw you right. Right. Well, that's the answer. Oh, is it? So well what done. Was it? What was it? It was a, a competition for UNICEF or something like that. I don't know what the prize was, but the, the the computer systems failed, and they just said to some person who was visiting the set, "We'll just say you won." <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's shocking, isn't it? Okay, okay. There you go. Oh, you like this one, and I haven't made this one up either. Called, perhaps, the most tasteless situation comedy ever, Heil, honey, I'm home, sent us on which couple and their Jewish neighbours? <laughs> I don't fit Len either, Bron. Yes, it is, uh-huh. and that's a real thing. It's on YouTube wow. as well. Who's in that, Awful. anyone? Is it? No, no one that I know. Okay. No one that I know. Surprise, surprise. I don't think it was aid. <laughs> yeah, sounds awful. Um, Hell's Angel, or the original title, Sacred Cow, was a documentary criticising the practice of which newly anointed saint? Eh? So, a saint, newly anointed saint... Right. Do you have to read the question again? Has there been any saints? Yes. It was, this particular saint was only announced as a saint in 2017. I don't know. I've got to say Mother Teresa, but I wouldn't know. Well, that's the answer. Okay. So well done. Well, why, were, why were people angry at her? Well, the, uh, I watched a documentary actually. It was it was interesting. She got really the reason that way. <laughs> the reason that they were they were critical of her. She was saying that she wasn't political or anything, but she would meet, you know, corrupt leaders of various countries just so she get could get donations for them. So she would like be associated with them. I think is the, is the word. And what she would do was obviously take the money from, them, but. The, the, the hospitals that she was running in India and stuff like that, nothing improved. There were still just places for people to go to die. Do you know what I mean? So it didn't benefit the sort of hospital that she was running or anything. Nothing like that. Sort of those type of things improved. Okay. She was just, I don't know what she was doing with the money. Who knows? But there you go. Okay. Okay. 
Pulp Town was a banned animated TV series which was heavily criticised by the Catholic Church and was never aired in the UK. But who starred in that animated TV oh, series? I don't know. I don't know. I've never well, heard of it. I will was give it... you a clue. Okay, go on. It's someone that will like a lot. Like a lot? Okay. Uh-huh. Georgie Hadji. Close. <laughs> Pope Town. It was, it was Bob Mortimer. I was going to say he was my next guest. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it. Uh, it's on YouTube. Um, I haven't watched it yet or anything, so okay. I don't know what it's like. But yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I think they've made ten episodes and never aired any of the episodes on TV. So yeah, it's on there. There was a couple that were worth cartoon? a mention. It is a cartoon. I said animated. You know, if you listen. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> there was a few worth uh, a mention, but I didn't write any questions for them. One of which was Wank Week, which was a week of, on Channel Four about various programs about masturbation. About them, so all like fall masturbation. Well, one of the first program that they were going to air was like a community of people, a gathering of people, all masturbating at the same time. Oh, okay. So that that wasn't allowed to be on. And the other one, have you heard of this program called Sex Box? Yes, I've seen that. Have you? Yeah. I hadn't heard of it I before. Think. They go into this box. You don't see them having sex, but they go into the box and they have sex. And then they come out and talk about what they've just done. Uh, it's not the same With thing that I've Mariella Hostrop. Yeah, it would be her tell her all about it. Um, <laughs> it was not that's not uh the one I was thinking of. I'm thinking of ones where a couple who were having some difficulties, maybe the sparks gone out with their, their marriage or whatever. Right. We'll go and see uh what's the name of that woman? Tracy Cox, sex expert. That's you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, um, I think so. And she so, is she like, on that program with where people you can only see their knobs? I don't I don't think so. I don't know. I've never seen that. You know what where some woman's got to go. Oh, yeah, I like that. I know that what knob. you mean. Yeah. And then yeah. they show their face and like, oh uh, I prefer the knob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that her? No, this is one where um they would basically they'd set up like cameras in the house. Mm-hmm. And you know the husband would be like, "Well, uh, she just never. She just gets her pajamas on, and we never uh-huh. really do anything. She goes to bed early, reads a book or whatever. Uh, she always got a headache. Yeah, and she would be like, "Well, why don't you try putting some uh, whale sounds on and a candle and giving her a little massage and see if that helps?" And she'll say to her, "If he tries the whale sounds trick, maybe just go uh-huh. along with it and see what happens." And then, well, because I've mentioned it, because if, if you don't, he's going to think I don't know what I'm on about. Uh-huh. And then, they, why don't you get dressed up as a, a gladiator from you know ancient times? Why don't you try that? Why don't you just try a loincloth and wet yourself with it? So, yeah, and then you'd watch it on the secret cameras, and you know, you'd see whether she brushed them off or whatever, or if they then eventually went and had some. Would sex. you be happy with them brushing off? <laughs> <laughs> Probably happy with a brushing up, wouldn't me? Right. Is that the end of it? One of the music. That's the end of that yes. one. So the music, this is Spectre. Yes. By Jay Tennant. It's good. It sure is. Thanks it's for really listening, good. everyone. Thanks to Jay for sending it in. 
uh, yeah, enjoy it. Listen in. See you next time. Bye. Lovely stuff. Bye. See you later, everyone.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365 day returns.